everyone, and welcome to Boca Behind the Scenes, a get-to-know-you podcast where we talk to city staff to get details and information about new programs, events, and projects that are taking place right here in your city. My name is Anne Van Casteren, Public Relations Specialist with the City's Communications and Marketing Division, and as always, I am happy to be your host today. Water is essential to all aspects of life. It sustains our families and communities and supports economic productivity. The average human can only survive about four or five days without water, according to most experts. And the typical American relies almost entirely on their water utility to provide them with this vital sustenance. In order to maintain the high quality of drinking water for our residents, the city's utility services department undergoes a water modification process where the city's water system is disinfected by slightly increasing the chlorine level periodically over two weeks. This helps clean any and all bacteria that might be in our water systems and keep our community ahead of any potential risks. This process is a widely recognized standard practice that meets, and in our city's case exceeds, all federal, state, and local standards of safety. However, through each modification process, there are more and more resident concerns. These include concerns about the slight chlorine smell in the tap water, questioning if it's safe to drink or even cook with, if the water can turn their hair orange while in the shower, and all of these concerns are legitimate to have. I mean, look at the events and occurrences that have happened in places like Flint, Michigan and Hinckley, California, where Aaron Brockovich uncovered documents that led to the discovery of water contamination. However, this modification process that has been implemented in Boca Raton, along with other cities and counties across the entire nation, has been going on for decades. During this episode of Boca Behind the Scenes, you're going to hear from City's Utility Services Director Chris Helfrich and Laboratory Director Ashton Wydock about the modification process, the importance of it, about your city tap water, and they'll even be able to address some of the concerns that you might have. But before we hear from them, I'm joined by our sustainability manager, Lindsay Naraka, to chat about something we hear residents refer to quite often during the modification process. And that's the immediate need to go out and buy cases of plastic water bottles to drink during the two-week modification process because they feel that the city tap water isn't safe to drink during that time. Lindsay, thank you again for being on the show. Very happy to have you as always. Happy to be here. And um, so let's get right into this issue. Well, obviously, plastic water bottles have the issue of coming in plastic. And so you have, in addition to the water, you have that waste that's that's a part of it. And plastic water bottles take uh, petroleum to produce. It uh, takes more water to produce a bottle of water than it's contained. Mm-hmm. They're transported. Uh, so there are a lot of environmental issues. And the reason a lot of people choose tap water is because they believe that it's safer. And that's not necessarily true. Um, Here in Boca Raton, our utility is making sure that our water is safe to drink. That's part of the process that's going on right now. Uh, And so it's really using bottled water as a personal preference. Um, And a few things that I 
think about uh, with bottled water versus tap water are things like uh, there are studies that have shown some bottled waters have higher levels of bacteria than tap water, that it's possible for plastic uh, chemicals in the plastic to leach into the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's all going to be, of course, a function of how the bottles have been stored and transported. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas our water, one thing that I've learned about the water here in Boca Raton is that when it comes out of your tap, it's within 24 hours of having been extracted from the aquifer. So you know that it's been, you know, fresh. It hasn't been sitting around mm -hmm. for a long time. And another thing that I always think about is that about 25% of all bottled waters are filtered tap water. Um, and it's a lot oh. more affordable to yeah. filter your tap water yourself. And you know, keeping with the sustainability um, issue, I mean, plastic water bottles, you know, we are a coastal community. We're always promoting to keep that clean and preserving it. So, um, you know, bringing more plastic water bottles into our community, you know, what kind of effect does that have? So we've been promoting uh, reduction of plastic through, uh, I think the last two times I was on the podcast talking mm -hmm. about Plastic Free July and talking about our Coastal Connection restaurant program, both of which were pushes to, uh, to reduce the use of single-use plastics. Mm -hmm. Plastic water bottles um, are a, a big contributor mm -hmm. to uh, single-use plastics. Uh, and so, you know, we see at the beach, we have beach cleanups uh, on average once a week, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more, uh, and there's constantly plastic that can be picked up. Uh, so any ways that we can reduce even by a little bit the single-use plastic mm -hmm. uh, is really good. And we're all uh, doing our best efforts for recycling. I know I talk to a lot of people who say, well, but I'm recycling it. And it's really important to recycle whenever you can, but it's also important to, to know that not every plastic water bottle is getting recycled. According to the Association of Plastic Recyclers, um, the recycling rate for plastic bottles is only around 29%. Oh, wow. So even with best efforts, uh, the system isn't collecting mm -hmm. everything. And so is it just the way that, is there a certain way that you have to throw out plastic water bottles? Do you have to remove the cap? Like, is it people not putting it in the correct bins or? With our recycling system here in, uh, in the city of Boca Raton, we have our blue bins and our yellow bins. Mm -hmm. And the plastic water bottles uh, would go into your blue bin. And mm -hmm. you can leave the caps on. That's oh, something okay. that's changed. Uh, mm -hmm. And so not everybody knows that. But as long as the, if the bottle's plastic and the cap is plastic, they can stay together. So, in fact, it's better if they do because then they're connected. Um, you just have to remove the, the uh, bottle cap if it's a different material from the bottle. So not many people are really familiar as to where our city water actually comes from and how it's processed. So let's hear a little bit from Ashton Wydock as she explains more of the process. Okay, so the Utility Services Department, we provide safe and clean drinking water and wastewater services to the 130,000 residents of Boca Raton. We also service some areas that are unincorporated, such, such as some areas in Palm Beach County. We serve not only res residential, but we also service commercial and industrial sectors as well. We are a full-service utility. We receive our water from the Biscayne Aquifer. It comes in through a series of wells. We have 52 wells. It comes into the drinking water plant where it's treated and analyzed by the laboratory and then goes out to our Boca residents. And it comes back to the plant and we have a wastewater plant and it is comes through and we treat it again and it goes out as reclaimed water. We are a 100% reclaimed facility. 
So as with any product or service that we buy, there are always consumer concerns. And being in the communication department, we do receive a lot of those concerns through our various social media platforms and report a concern module from our residents. And our utility services department also speaks with residents over the phone that call in to hear them out about certain issues or questions that they may have with their water services. So let's listen to Ashton and Chris chat a little bit about the common concerns the department gets from our residents and how they provide the best quality service to deal with these certain situations. So some consumer concerns. um, As a laboratory director, I've been very fortunate. I've had the opportunity to interact with a lot of the residents of Boca. Occasionally, we will get a phone call um, from a resident uh, about a water quality issue. An example I have is actually a couple weeks ago, I received a phone call and the customer had black particles in their water. And the first thing that we do is we get their address, we go out, we take a sample from outside their house, we investigate the service lines to make sure that everything looks okay. We also check for a water filtration system. Um, Sometimes residents have a filtration system that they don't even know about, actually. Sometimes residents don't maintain these filtration systems, and if you don't maintain a filtration system, you're not really seeing a water quality that is representative from our water plant. I think um, one of the kind of one of our strategies, and it's also kind of a business strategy, is also we're problem solvers. So when people call us up and say, gosh, I have an issue, we, we go one step further and also try to figure out what is the issue. The residents of Boca, they have confidence in us. Um, as In the laboratory, we run 43,000 tests a year, awful lot of testing. And um, our job is to communicate with the water treatment operators and also the wastewater operators. If we notice any small issue in the results, we're going to communicate with them immediately. And this helps prevent a larger issue. So going back to the whole discussion of city tap water versus plastic water bottles, you were able to hear from Lindsay about this issue from a sustainability standpoint. But what about from a health and safety standpoint? In speaking with our utility services department about this issue and all those questions we get as to whether residents should go and purchase Uh, plastic water bottles during this modification process, Ashton had some really interesting research from being in the laboratory and running tests on bottled water that really made me rethink my choice about drinking from plastic water bottles ever again. So let's hear more about this. We actually tested um, some different types of bottled water and some of the bacteria levels I saw in there I would not want to be drinking that water. I mean, when you do think about it, bottled water is it's, it's stored in plastic, which contains industrialized chemicals, produced and sits in a warehouse, exposed to hot and cold temperatures, and it just doesn't, you know, receive the amount of testing that's needed. And those chemicals that are in the plastic for the water bottles, they're potential carcinogens, and then that bacteria level, I would definitely not want to be drinking. You, you kind of think about a timeline uh, of, of water. And, and, you know, they, if they produce Zephyr Hills water in Zephyr Hills, Florida, it's sitting on the shelf. We figured probably by 10 weeks you may be drinking that water. In our case, the water is to you within 24 to 48 hours. So we hope this podcast was able to provide you with some answers to the questions that you might have regarding your city water and why the modification process is so important. 
If you go on the utility services website, you can actually find more information about the whole process. Um, the modification will start on Sunday, May 5th until Sunday, May 19th. So you might smell or taste a slight chlorine odor in your water. But as mentioned, this is all part of the disinfection process and it won't cause any adverse health effects. There are some precautions for those on kidney dialysis machines, owners of tropical fish aquariums, and managers of stores and restaurants with fish holding tanks. But we definitely advise that you go ahead and call up our experts at the utility services department to have any of your questions answered and to find out some more information. You can contact them by calling 561-338-7310 or again you can visit our website at myboca.us. The city will also continue to flush fire hydrants during this period so you might notice some flowing water in streets and swales but again this is all part of this modification process so thank you again so much for tuning in to Boca Behind the Scenes. 